heard about Anchor? If you haven't, let me back up a minute. It is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me tell you why. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, just like I'm doing right now. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast, too, with zero minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, are you ready to get started? Do you have that idea that you want to make happen? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I believe in you. wonder, what the hell am I doing? Do you ever look at your life and you feel like it's out of control? Like that you don't have any idea what you're supposed to be doing when or where or who you're supposed to be doing it with? Do you ever just feel lost? I do. Hi, my name is Andrea Welker. And I'm the host of the Sacred Hearth Podcast. And I'm a life coach. And together every week, we'll look at different ways that you can take control of your life. We'll look at things that you can do to help you. And we might even shed a tear or laugh along the way. Together, we can do this. We can help you find your happiness. So don't forget to subscribe. Today's episode contains graphic language, discussions regarding mental health and wellness. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. As we sit here this New Year's Eve, the one question I ask myself is, how fucked up was my 2021. There were so many bad things that happened this year to me and to you. If you're like me, you know, I lost my job. I lost myself. I lost some relationships, lost pets. I went through cancer scares and I almost lost my sanity. But you know, I learned something from all of that fuckery. I learned how to survive. The things that happen to us in our darkest hours shape us in ways that we are not meant to know or fathom until we get there. Otherwise, we'll never take the journey. Darkness occurs where light isn't. And let me tell you, I went to some dark places this year. And I'm sure if you had a year like mine, you probably did too. But one thing I learned was that I needed to rely on myself. 
no matter what, it's like people just let me down this year. Bosses, partners, friends, family, strangers, didn't matter. Everyone was struggling, but through it all, I learned the one person who let me down the least was myself. And did I make mistakes? I sure did. Were there things that I didn't do well, that I want to forget or that I don't want to remember? Sure. But those things don't define me. Instead, they became this roadmap, this mark along the way that is my life story. And when all the broken pieces fell apart and I stood there surveying them all, the one thing I realized was that it was up to me to put them back together. No one else. It's selfish to make other people do your internal work for you because they can't. So I did it myself. My life completely fell apart this year and it was an awful experience, but quite honestly, if I'm honest with myself and with you, it might be the best thing that ever happened to me. And as a result, I've never been happier. Sometimes I've learned we just have to let shit go and let the pieces fall where they may, good or bad. And we need to stop trying to hold on to things that aren't there for us the way that we want them to be. Sometimes it just makes more sense to stop fighting against the current that we think is pulling us under and just ride the wave out wherever it takes us. This year, I decided to do that. And it was a terrifying journey, but it was also madly exhilarating. For the first time in my life, I placed my wants, my needs, and my desires first. I stood up for myself in ways that defied odds and that quite honestly pissed off a lot of people. If I'm being honest. I began putting my mental health and emotional health needs first above everything else. Second to that was my physical health. Third was my spiritual health. Everything else after that could get fucked as far as I was concerned. If people did not absolutely support me, if they were toxic or their relationships were ultimately painful or unfulfilling, I stopped trying to hold on to sand. And I began using all that energy that I had focused on those things and those people that were not working exclusively on me. And it's not like I've never done this before. I mean, I'm a life coach, like that's what I do. But I had gotten lazy and complacent and I let myself be abused. So I had to change that. I lived like my survival depended on it because I can assure you it did. When you stare into the face of your own mortality, like I have enough times, it starts to get to you 
And as lucky as you know that you are, because you know you've survived all those things, you start to wonder one question. When will my luck run out? Now, I've survived some circumstances in my life that are insanely uncommon and some that make even my hardest friends just kind of like shake their heads, you know, like, what are you doing? And I get told that I should write a book or publish my story in some way. So here I am. When you have the foresight to ask yourself, when will my luck run out? You start asking yourself other questions. Like, if this is the best my life ever gets, is it good enough? And am I okay, really? And what is the cost of my happiness? Really deep shit, right? Big questions that I knew on the surface needed answers, but questions I knew couldn't be answered or even realized in the manner in which I lived. I was searching for something. I was looking for my truth. And this year, above all else, I was determined to find it. And this is how I did it. I set hard boundaries with the people in my life, hard, non-negotiable boundaries. And it all boiled down to treat me well or I won't. Some people I cut out completely, others I just distanced myself from. And listen, I know it may sound extreme, but self-care waits for no one. And if people really love you, they'll love your boundaries too. And if they don't love your boundaries, well, guess what? They don't really love you. And yeah, that hurt when I realized it. Someone actually told me this year that they didn't have to respect my boundaries. But guess what? They're now distanced from my life too. The next thing I did was I reworked my schedule to include more self-care and self-reflection time. This was also non-negotiable. When your blood pressure gets so high that your doctors talk to you about hospitalizing you to get it under control and they tell you that they're afraid you'll die, you start to reflect on some shit. So after that, I stopped doing anything for anyone I didn't want to do. Now, I'm not a people pleaser, but I will not live an inauthentic life. And sometimes you have obligations you have to fulfill, but when your obligations cross into your personal boundary space, you're completely allowed to drop that shit like it's hot and let it go. And one thing that I really did that I really recommend is I went to therapy. I was broken. I needed fixing. I can fix myself up to a point, but outside of that, I really needed to stop bitching to my friends about my problems. And I began bitching to my therapist. And this did a few things. It stopped 
burning out my friends. It gave me perspective from neutral third parties. And also, I have been going to therapy off and on since I was a kid my whole life. And I cannot express to you the benefits of a good therapist. They are worth their weight in gold. And if you don't go to therapy regularly, go at least once a year. Just like you do for your doctor, for your physical, and get a mental health checkup, get a screening. I promise you it's worth it. Let your provider have a baseline for how you are when you are functional. In case shit ever hits the fan and you need a reprieve and you need a reset, you know, therapy and life coaching go hand in hand for a reason because they work when combined. So if you're a client, I always uh, recommend therapy and that's why. Uh, another thing that I did was I let myself fall out of the lives of others. And I looked for who reached out to me. And if they didn't reach out after a month, I looked at how much effort they had put into the friendship or relationship. And if they didn't put in any, if it was minimal, I let them go or I reprioritized my life to include them less. I'm not talking about acquaintances. I mean the people that sometimes I was close to even. Sometimes, you know, you just gotta look out for you. And something else I did was I stopped hanging out with enablers. I don't like to enable people and sometimes I have. And there are too many addicts in my family for that shit. Whether it's alcohol, drugs, food, bad relationships, shopping, whatever it is. I stopped hanging out with people who encouraged me to be an enabler in order to be their friend or family member. Unless I saw people actively trying to get their shit together, I didn't have anything to do with them. Toxicity comes in all forms and some people really rose up to this um, while others, well, some people, they just don't know that they're toxic and that's okay. Toxicity is their journey, but it doesn't have to be mine. And all of this might seem extreme, but let me tell you, I've never been fucking happier. Every single tear, every single time I walked away, I began setting hard boundaries. And when I did that, I began to take back the pieces of myself I had given to other people. And what began happening was that my self-love, my self-respect, and my confidence in myself came back. I no longer held myself to the standards of the toxicity of the life I had created. And I allowed myself to redefine that space in my life. And it was exhilarating. For the first time in my life, it feels like I can breathe, like I can relax, and like I am at complete peace with myself. And I haven't felt this together since I was 18 
and moved away from home to start my life as an adult. I can tell you the best thing I ever did in my life was that I finally put myself first. And I think you should too. Encourage everyone in your life to put their needs first and maybe instead of enabling people or their toxic traits, consider enabling people to live their best lives and to see what happens. And I gotta say, doing that in my own life feels fucking wonderful. So go ahead and give it a try. Live authentically for you. Happy New Year. This is Andrea Wilker, and you are listening or watching The Sacred Hearth, a podcast developed by me who's neurodivergent and just as weird as you are. If you like this podcast and you want to support it, please make a donation from my anchor page or click the link in the description below. Coming soon is Patreon. I'll see you next time. And don't forget to subscribe.